this week on the Tall Chief Cigar Cigar Circle Podcast. New smokes of the week. You know the boys are always bringing in those new smokes for you guys to enjoy. We're going to talk about them, list them out for you, give you a shopping list for the week. Andy Verhag with Davidoff of Geneva joins us for an awesome, super relatable interview. And we're coming off our first event of the year last night, Altidus Winter Store. We're going to tell you all about bike night and what you could expect coming up from us this summer at the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars. So you know what it is. Cut it, light it, and let's go. It's the Tall Chief Cigar Cigar Circle Podcast, Episode 7, as always. Your co-host, Carl, along with my, my buddy, my confidant, my smoking partner, my business partner, all those things, everything to me, my buddy Dave. Dave, what's up, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're very excited to bring you Episode 7 here this week, and we've got an awesome interview, as you heard in the intro there, lined up for you guys with one of our favorite dudes in the industry, uh, many of you guys have met him at, at previous events. He's done a, number, a couple of tasting events for us and just been hanging around the lounge, uh, you know, uh, here and there. His name's Andy Verhaeg, and he's from Davidoff of Geneva. So we're going to bring that interview to you guys later on in the show here. But first, we're thinking about uh, filling you guys in on a few new cigars that you might find kicking around the shelves here. The world-famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor. Carl, what do we got new for these guys this week? Man, well, you guys, you guys know by now. Okay, the boys love bringing in a new cigar. Yeah. The boys love tasting a new cigar. Yeah. And every week, you know, we've been really diligent on trying to bring in, you know, one or two, whatever. Just something. Something to try. Mm -hmm. I believe there's a lot of value in just bringing in one, two boxes of something. Uh, Leading off today with the Partagas de Bronze. Mm. Partagas de Bronze. Partagas is not a very strong brand here in the store for us. We have one cigar, what I equate to being their best cigar. Partagas Black Label uh, sells really well. Guys really like it. It's mm-hmm. got more of a culty following to it, yeah. you know. Uh, but the Partagas de Bronze is something a little bit different. Partagas de Bronze was produced in Miami. A little bit different. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, this is a cigar I smoked this week. I'll tell you a little bit more about it once I describe what's going on with it. It's a Nicaraguan Puro with a Corojo wrapper. Yeah. So it's going to be right in that medium realm for everybody and the yeah. coolest part about it only 5,000 boxes 10 count box Man. we got one and that yeah. makes it extra special right it's a special cigar um, the thing about this cigar is uh, we've priced it so competitively with other guys uh, you know it's usually a 20 21 dollar cigar you get it here for 16 and change mm-hmm. really awesome the cigar itself comes in the Corona Gorda size my favorite size 6 by 46 yeah it's awesome. Just a beautiful that, that to me is how a cigar should look I'm a I'm a 6 by 46 to 50 guy you hand me that cigar, I'm going to suck it down, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Uh, my experience with it, perfect medium, so good with the coffee. Mm. That Corojo wrapper has a little bit of nuttiness to it. Uh, the Nicaraguan everything in there right. has, uh, you know, it's a, it's a complex cigar. You know, I was tasting a lot of different things. I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you smoke it for yourself, yeah, though. I don't want right. to spoil anything. Just know that this Corojo wrapper is primed and ready for any time of the day. This is a good after-dinner smoke. This is a good first-of-the-day smoke. That's when I had it. Uh, you know, I was handling some business. I said, you know what, I, I don't want, I don't want my, my usual. I don't want to go into my humidor. I want to grab something a little right. bit nice. And we have that cigar proudly on the shelves, front and center here at Tall Chief Cigars. One of the first few that we got this week. 
Yeah. Yeah, one one box, guys. One box and uh it's a special stick. So, you know, you're going to want to you're going to want to try that. Another one that uh I saw come come across the countertop here uh that I'm very excited about. We had this cigar in another size in uh in months past. This is a new one from Diesel called the Disciple. Mm-hmm. Some of you guys might remember the Diesel Disciple, which was a uh, it, it we had it in this nice Lancero, right? Um, very, very dark, broadly frapper on this one. Uh, so I'm really excited to try it in the new size that we just got here, uh, which is uh, the Toro, you know? Beautiful, dark looking, and you know Diesel. Diesel Diesel makes... They're going to hit you. They're going to hit you. They make rocket cigars, you know? They're going to uh, hit you. So this one's going to be packed with flavor, uh, beautiful, oily wrapper it's got some texture to it Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so i'm really excited about that haven't smoked it yet so i'll be going in blind uh, at least on this size i did have the lancero and you know yeah it was it was it was good it was good and again i'm not going to try to give too much of it away and just let you guys come in and try it for yourselves but that's another one that you know very limited quantity guys so you know, if you're interested, you know, get on it. <laughs> then up on the sampler wall, we, uh, so El Rey Del Mundo was a brand that was really not heavily represented here at Tall Chief when we stepped in the doors for the first time. We're super proud of a uh, five-pack sampler of El Rey Del Mundo, five awesome, flavorful Honduran Toros. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get this five-pack for $26.50. So that's a five and change per cigar. It's a beautiful deal for anybody who's going to hit the golf course coming up we finally hit some good weather here it's about 70 outside right now at time mm-hmm. of recording mm-hmm. just a great way to get some good golf course smokes or just you know something for your humidor you know you want to do some yard work el rey del mundo is a fantastic cigar at a really really good price for anybody who's looking for a nice medium maybe medium plus offering from our buddies at forged who have provided us with also the Partagas de bronze and the diesel disciple toro um, you'll find that up for display on the sampler wall couple other news and notes to go over the oliva 135th anniversary Mm, is back that's right we got five boxes of this bad boy no cellophane on that series v nice perfecto little shape to it bulbous end that you draw from tapered end where you light it from burns beautifully Mm -hmm. tastes so good anybody who's had a oliva series v is gonna want to get on this just a great cigar we had it at pca last year i believe is that right? Yeah, that's that's where we tried it for the first time, and then they were, you know, once we found out about, uh, you know, found out about the cigar and the and the price point and everything, it was like, yeah, we're gonna need to bring bring this one in, and so we did, and uh, then it disappeared for a little bit, but it's back, it is back. Yeah. So anytime you're in our store, you could always find our new offerings in the front, long wooden shelf display in our in the main room of our humidor. You know, up there right now, you'll find things like Southern Draw, a brand that we've been really, really getting behind. The new Cedrus Sumatra that we've been uh, that we brought in for our customers. The new Macanudo Tercio Age Toro, mm-hmm. which we are re-upping on. We did get in in time to have that. There's also a uh, the, the Stubby, the Punch Knuckle Buster Stubby, mm-hmm. a little bit bigger than a nub, but it's got that traditional nub looking size to it. Another yeah, there's another one that uh, you know was was uh, has been missing for a little while, but but has returned officially, and that's another diesel, the Crucible, right? Some of you guys remember the diesel Crucible box press Toro, uh, that one's uh, back on the shelf as well in the same location that Carl's describing here, right in the front center, and so keep your eye out for that. The last one, probably the most impressive one that we have, probably the most impressive cigar we've ever had 
in the humidor. We received one box. We're, I think we're the only store in New York State that has this cigar. We received one box of the new Cohiba Spectre. <laughs> this cigar is $120 per stick. We have <laughs> just over half the box left. Uh, if you have not stopped in to see this cigar, or if you have not stopped into one of our social media channels, you're going to want to because the box this thing comes in is out of this world. Outrageous. Hydraulic-powered box. Cigars are stored inside. You hit that button, that red dot button right in the middle of the O. These things rise <laughs> out of the ashes in a beautiful metal tube that is reusable, uh, perfect for any Toro you have, revealing delicious, beautiful mm. almond brown Cohiba Spectres. Not a cigar I'm going to smoke because I want to save them for the customers, yeah. for the guys who want a one-of-a-kind, unique experience this spring and summer with a new Cohiba Spectre. So we're saving them for you guys, you know. When you get a cigar that special, like, you know, you got you to gotta save it. You, it's, you, you, this is not a lawnmower. Right. This, this is not a dog walker. You know, you're going to hear a little bit from Andy later in the interview about how special an expensive cigar could be. He might give you a little bit of insight about how to smoke one, and you might find yourself wanting to come in and buy one for yourself after hearing our boy Andy talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the experience yeah. of a good, expensive, premium cigar. Yeah. A couple other things to look forward to. We have a new Cohiba debuting in a couple of weeks. I'm going to talk about that in a couple episodes later. We have a new Punch debuting in a couple of weeks. A couple of things to look forward to mm -hmm. there, along with all sorts of stuff that we bring in. Um, you know, Dave and I are buzzing just coming off of last night's event here at the World Famous Tall Chief Cigars and Native Pride, the Altidus Winners Tour. We talked and smoked at length last night about the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua, the Monte Cristo 1935 big time winners here of all these different accolades from different publications fantastic cigars in their own right mm -hmm. we had a lot of fun smoking those and what we're going to do when we come back talk about some of the events we got coming up for you just a reminder it's still ashton april here at the world world famous tall chief cigars humidor and lounge buy four get one free on ashton la aroma de cuba and san cristobal with that free cigar you're going to get a raffle ticket for one of the eight beautiful colorful porcelain ashtrays that we have here proudly on display but for now, let's kick it over to Dominican Dave and hear about his Cigar of the Week. Dominican Dave's Cigar of the Week. Mi gente, que lo que? Dominican Dave here for you. I got something nice for you. I mean, this is creamy. This is coffee with, with all the flavor. I'm, I'm, and I'm talking about flavor like... This is like Caribbean flavor almost. This is this is good stuff. This is when you woke up in the morning and grandma used to make the coffee like that. This is good. This is the Knob Nuance Double Rose. Shorty in a 60 ring. Little little thing just for you to enjoy in the morning with your coffee. Try that one right here in Tolchi. Hey everybody. We got a great guest lined up for you today. Some of you guys that have come to our events before. Um, over the past year and a half or so, have certainly encountered this guy, one of our favorite sales reps to just sit down and have a cigar with. Mm -hmm. We think you'll enjoy it too. It's Andy Verhaeg of Davidoff of Geneva. Andy, how's it going? Great, thanks. Carl, Dave, good to see you guys, or hear you guys. Yeah, th <laughs> thanks for... Glad to be here, thank yeah, you. Yeah, man, thank you for yeah. making the time to talk to us, yeah. Um, so, so, Andy, yeah, you, you are... Uh, you represent one of the brands with like the, you know, in the very top tier of brands as far as name recognition goes in, in Davidoff, right? Like 
Um, but that company encompasses, in fact, a, a number of brands. So like, uh, yeah, tell us, tell us the extent of Davidoff of Geneva and, and what other brands should guys be looking for under that umbrella? Sure. So uh, Davidoff of Geneva, um, in addition to cigars, has uh, a big line of luxury items, uh, which is handled by a different member of the family of, of Zeno Davidoff's, I guess at this point, grandchildren. Um, and they do luxury goods primarily in Europe and Asia. So, but here in the States, what we would probably know mostly, uh, aside from Davidoff cigars, would be Avo, Macho, Baccarat. Uh, we now represent Ferry Otego, which was formerly Nat Sherman, uh, and Cusano would be the ones that most people would probably recognize. We also have a number of bundle related cigars um, that most people wouldn't recognize as, as a cigar brand overall right yeah so so the the first one on that list um, is a popular one certainly for us and definitely throughout the industry and that's avo um, you know people come in asking for it they might not ask for avo sometimes they come in asking for avo right <laughs> <laughs> right but uh or, yeah right yeah but yeah do you have yeah do you have that avo yeah. <laughs> yes exactly AVO. yeah yeah and so that but that brand uh is an is another one that that has popularity behind it and people come and asking for it, but not everybody knows sort of the genesis of that line of cigars and the guy behind it could you like real briefly tell us who avo uvasian was and and where uh, you know, where that brand comes from. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Avo is, uh, like a larger than life character, right? He's, um, there may or may not be a lot of tall tales about Avo, uh, but anybody that's ever met him instantly fell in love with him. The guy was just amazing and, uh, was known to always be in a suit and with, you know, a wide-brimmed hat. He was, you know, that immediately recognizable in, in that sense. Mm -hmm. uh, and didn't get his start in, in cigars. He was actually a noted musician for most of his life. Uh, it is said that he is the guy that came up with the piano riff for uh, uh, Strangers in the Night, uh, Frank Sinatra, right? Yes, uh, yes. Um, uh, whether that's true or not, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I've also heard that story. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. right. Uh, um, but he got his move into cigars. So he uh, was he had a stint in his piano playing years, um, where he was the piano player for uh, a, a wealthy uh, Saudi uh, individual. Again, rumor has it, uh, a Saudi prince, but no matter what, we know that he was the musician for a very, very wealthy individual from Saudi Arabia um, and uh, was pretty much on retainer and traveled with him. Um, and they happened to be in Puerto Rico uh, and Avo was playing piano and Avo had already been uh, interested in cigars and uh, the only cigars available to him at the time, Puerto Rico, were Cuban cigars. And he was 
really upset at a the cost and b the quality of those cigars hmm. and uh, vowed from that moment that he would have his own brand and that it would be superior um <laughs> and eventually met up with hanky kellner who was uh agronomist uh, had a lot to do with the rolling factory, uh, um, tobacco growth, aging, all of that for Davidoff. And they developed a cigar. Uh, and that cigar took off like crazy. And when it did, we eventually brought Avo under our, our umbrella. And he was, uh, he as an individual was a huge part of our organization. Uh, his cigars to this day, still a, a powerhouse and very, very important to the Davidoff of Geneva line. Yeah, so. man, that is really cool. And yeah, like this guy, there's so many stories and legends that surround this guy. Um, so that's pretty cool. So yeah, so there you go. A little bit of background on uh, on Avo Uvasian and the man behind Avo Cigars. So the next time you come in looking for him. In fact, one of Carl's favorite cigars of all time is is uh, there's a specific Avo that, uh, tell, him, tell him about that cigar. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I originally met Andy at our old shop. Yeah. Not going to name names, but uh, I remember I used to work a couple night shifts during the weekend. I went in one day and I saw Andy, which was strange because reps never really stayed past the time the owners were in. Um, and this was like right before COVID happened, the shutdown. And Andy gave me an Avo South American Ritmo. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking it was such a unique cigar. It was so, very strong, and it was it had such a unique flavor. Mm-hmm. It almost tasted to me like there was like a, a, a minty element to it. I had never experienced that before. Anyway, he gives me that. We shoot the shit for like an hour at the store. And then, um, you know, two weeks later, the world shuts down, and I must have smoked 40 Ritmos straight. <laughs> like, I had one every single day. Uh, we would go... After the work from home day was done, I'd go over to my buddy's house, you know, broke the rules a little bit, bad boy over here, mm-hmm. light, up, light up a Ritmo, and that cigar, like, pretty much single-handedly got me through the spring portion of the lockdown, which was amazing, and I'll always have a fondness for Avo cigars, yeah. partially because of what Andy's done for us here, and getting people behind that line but also because of my experience with the Ritmo there's not a lot of cigars I could say that for but I have a couple cigars that are tied to specific memories or phases of my life like the Mac and Sparato Orange was me in grad school and then the Avo Ritmo was me during COVID and then the Espinosa 601 Blue was me when I moved into my house those are all cigars that I would just ripped during those times so that was really cool. I always have super fond memories of Avo, <laughs> and hearing the story and like the uh, the come up, so to speak, is is always really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to pivot to Camacho, which I think is the most popular brand that you have here in our store. Mm. Um, you know, last summer, if you guys have been following us for any amount of time, uh, you were here and you engaged with the uh, Camacho barbecue pairing event that we had last July shortly after we got back from PCA it was awesome you know Andy Andy lives in Michigan so it's no easy trek for him to come and do these events with us mm-hmm. um, but you know we had 20-25 guys show up there was deals on Camacho all night long and you had the ability to learn a lot from Andy who knows a ton about pairing 
um, and smoke the cigars in the backyard. We're planning on having something very similar uh, as far as Camacho promotions go coming up this summer. But Andy, can you tell us a little bit about the backstory of Camacho? Because I think that not a lot of people know the origin of Camacho and uh, you know the growth that the company has had from where it started to where it is today. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, before before I get into Camacho, um, I know we have this every single time, but uh, there is no mint flavor in the Ritmo. I, I disagree entirely. <laughs> Everybody, there's no wrong answer. Everybody's everybody's palate is different, except for the mint. <laughs> That's. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Maybe so, I had, like, some gum earlier or something. <laughs> I don't know, but it got in my head once, and then I was just like, damn, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, it was like, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, thanks for shitting on my, thanks yeah. for shitting on I my I think review. I got to agree with yeah. Carl, man. I get a, I get a little bit of a, a mint leaf sort of vibe. But anyway, go go ahead, Andy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the Camacho brand uh, began um, with... Uh, Christian Aora's father and, and Christian Aora now has Aora cigars and CLE and uh, you know some of those um, but Christian Aora's father began the Camacho uh, line and uh, it had a really long history and a, and a strong selling point um, Honduran tobaccos um, you know entirely family owned from I, I want to say, don't hold me to it, but I want to say one of the earliest, you know, almost completely vertical integrated companies. You know, they they were doing it all. Um, and I remember, I personally remember when Triple Maduro came out um, back in the 90s, mid 90s maybe, and just being blown away by it. Like I'd never seen anything like that. I'd never seen anything so strong. The idea of a triple Maduro was crazy. And uh, and I think a lot of people were affected that way. Um, they grew some of the finest Corojo tobaccos in the world. Um, everybody was using them, including themselves. And uh, like any good multinational company, we decided we wanted it. <laughs> and so <laughs> we made an arrangement with the Aora family um, and we took it over you know we we purchased it from them um we are still uh, uh fully grown in honduras uh we are still you know manufacturing those cigars in honduras um but they are not, not in the same fields i wish they were because as good as camacho cigars are uh and they are very good you know the camacho nicaragua is one of my favorite um they're not quite the same without Aora's fields and, and manufacture. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things I hear all the time is people say, man, I love the triple Maduro, but how come you guys changed the blend? I'm like, well, we didn't. <laughs> it's the same blend, but the tobacco is coming from a different field now. Um, so, but it's, uh, you know, most people haven't been around long enough to notice right mm -hmm. what the old, old Camacho was like versus the new and um, new Camacho is just it's a powerhouse for us and it not only just powerful cigars but you know really a strong product line and a lot of that it has to do with these huge rich bold flavors that mm -hmm. we get out of those Honduran tobaccos our blenders are able to just do a great job with that and packaging you know that 
packaging, uh, I was not with Davidoff, but I remember the transition that happened. So we've, we've owned Camacho for about 11 years now, I think. Um, and I remember I was with a different company at the time, and we were at the trade show, uh, IPCPR at the time, and everybody was talking about, have you seen the new Camacho? Have you seen the new Camacho? Um, you know, and uh, even the owner of our company was like, oh, my God, it's just amazing. And that's when they came out with those acrylic bright box tops and those new really big bright bands. Um, there are some other folks doing it now, you know, very similar to that. Uh, but I, I, again, it was another, you know, Camacho's just known for shaking things up, whether it's under the Davidoff umbrella or all the way back to the Aora family that what they do really changes the way things work in the industry. So. Yeah, the Camacho branding to me is the best branding mm-hmm. in the cigar industry. Yeah, I love that. I, I love the 20 count box. It's a nice, sleek, skinny little box with uh, the intensity meter on it and a description. I mean, you make... Camacho makes the job of guys like me and Dave a lot easier because, yeah. like, we could describe a cigar, but when you hear it direct from the manufacturer, it does hit differently. Uh, the big gaudy bands are really cool, you know, for guys that like taking pics and showing off when they're what they're smoking and stuff like that. Um, I love how they describe themselves as bold, and I guess the most important part for me is that I love the experience with a couple different Camacho cigars. There's a couple that I love. Uh, the Connecticut, to me, we, Dave and I have have touched on it in podcasts past about mm-hmm. Connecticut's that have balls. So like you're buying a Connecticut cigar, but you're not really getting the typical Connecticut experience. And I think Camacho is the forerunner along with maybe like an AJ Fernandez mm-hmm. in giving somebody a Connecticut where they're going to get a different experience from all the rest of them that they've had. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite has come to be the Corojo. Uh, very bold, very strong cigar, but tons of flavor. Um, but I mean the Nicaragua too. I mean, Dave, how yeah. do you? Where, well, where the you? the Corojo. I mean, and Andy, you referred back to like their the Camacho being sort of renowned for the Corojo tobaccos that were coming out of the out of those Iroa fields. Um, but the just what was it two years ago? Uh, the Camacho Corojo in Tobacco Business Magazine was the number one Honduran cigar of the year. Mm-hmm. And so like it went, as soon as you mentioned yeah. the Corojo tobaccos, like it made me wonder where the, where the Honduran tobaccos in that cigar and the Corojo wrapper from that cigar in particular, like where was that coming from? Because clearly it's still very, very well received, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's a really, really old blend. Right. right. So it's interesting that it, it in this, you know, would this recently suddenly be named Honduran Cigar of the Year? Yeah. That says a lot about that cigar, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's that is uh, a puro in every sense of the word. That is a Honduran puro. So uh, you know, everybody has a slightly different definition of what it means to be a puro. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was taught. Uh, by Nick Perdomo that a true bureau, uh, the tobacco all comes from the same farm. Yes. Right. Now, a lot of people, it's, it's, oh, it's all from the same country. It's all from whatever. Right. Um, but this is a true bureau in every sense. Right. So it is an all Corojo. 
why uh, we don't call it a triple corojo oddly enough but uh it's an all corojo blend uh and all of it out of the same farm uh our camacho farms in uh honduras and um you know, we, in an effort to keep these blends as close as we could and as true as we could to, um, you know, the way Christian and his family were doing them, you know, we didn't, we didn't, I don't believe that we changed the blends on that all that much, if at all. I think we tried to keep them identical. Um, again, different fields, so you're going to get a slightly different uh, effect in, in the tobacco. Um, you know, tobacco is like, it's like grapes for you know uh, wine people or mm. you know i always i always equate it to you know people who live in the north you know you say you know have you had a michigan peach you, you know and everybody's like oh yeah they're the greatest I say, have you ever had a georgia peach <laughs> and they're like yeah but they're different and i'm like well yeah right same thing with tobacco yeah so even though you know they are relatively close to one another uh those farms you know everything about them is different soil makeup uh even just a little distance can make a difference in the way the weather affects the tobacco uh you know maybe the water is slightly different from the source you know who knows but um that that cigar has been a mainstay for you know all the way through since the inception of camacho and uh yeah and it's a powerhouse for sure that's a strong cigar right super earthy uh you know there's some sweetness to it there's the right kind of level of spice to it not mm-hmm. not nicaraguan in your face spice but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah just a super well balanced cigar you know uh the worst thing that can happen well to me and my palate the worst thing that can happen it you know is a cigar is strong to be strong and mm-hmm. i realize that there's a market for that but for me I, you know, I'd rather not have a strong cigar that is nuanced and balanced. Uh, you know, I, I'd rather go in the mid to mild range, you know. But if a, if, a, if a strong cigar can have those characteristics where it's it's balanced, it's smooth, it's nuanced, uh, that you kind of have to pay attention to it, then you've sold me on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So clearly, you know, the 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 Corojo that uh, that Davidoff is producing uh, on these Camacho farms nowadays is working because, yeah, number number one Honduran Cigar of the Year in 2021, mm-hmm. I believe it was. was. Yeah. Just after we got yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. It also, you know, the so the other thing I wanted to ask you about is like um, the the Baccarat family of cigars. So this, this uh, you know, a, a, a mild sweet tip cigar is one that guys who are hardcore cigar enthusiasts you'll sometimes see guys turn their nose up at this kind of uh, this kind of a smoke right but man the way i feel about it is that we all of us should be so grateful to davidoff and to baccarat for producing what i find to be the greatest gateway cigar of all time like this smoke is the one that you can give to to the new guy who walks in the door just wondering what it's all about that is most likely to turn that guy into a cigar enthusiast and thereby like growing the hobby thereby making it you know uh just making the entire industry better off by bringing more guys in it's like one of the greatest gateway cigars 
of all time. Tell us about about Baccarat and like what there is to appreciate there. Yeah, so um, Baccarat comes out of the uh, Honduran factories. And uh, uh, like, as you said, it, it is sweet tipped, right? So it is not an infused cigar. Uh, the cigars are actually, you know, just the ends of them are dipped in a, in sort of a syrupy sugar water. Uh, and we're not the only folks that do that. There are others, right? Um, I might argue that we have the best name recognition mm-hmm. uh, in that. Mm-hmm. Not in, you know, not from flavored cigars in general. And um, and I, I agree with you. I I will never bad mouth uh infused flavored sweet tipped any of that right uh cigars because it is it's it's been so important to keeping this industry alive you know um uh you know you guys are an anomaly right you're you're a younger set of guys in this industry and you know, if, if you look at your own clientele, right, they're going to age out, <laughs> right, eventually. Yeah, yeah. You know, cigar smokers yeah. tend to be fat old white guys more than anything. Now, that's <laughs> changing. Thank goodness it needs to change, right? We need more uh, ethnicity and women and, and all of that diversity. You know, if I could go back to something Carl said a while ago is that, you know, he associates memories with his favorite cigars. And I do, too. Uh but usually that memory involves, well, you know, he even said it, it involves someone else in a particular time. And that's what's so awesome about this culture uh, is that it's embracing, right? I've, I've rarely ever been in uh, a cigar shop uh, or with other cigar enthusiasts that didn't embrace it all, right? Now, when it comes to the flavored that might be the exception. We certainly get some snobbery there. Yeah. But if it wasn't for that, you know, we'd all just be getting older and dying. And right. There'd be no reason for this industry to continue. That's what's bringing new people into the into the fold. You know, my uh, my 25 year old son, um, his favorite cigar is the Kentucky Fire Junior. Now I'm incredibly disappointed that <laughs> that's his favorite cigar, but Me but too. it's his favorite cigar right and and that's okay uh you know i'm disappointed from a father hey why can't you smoke one of my brands right (laughs) but it doesn't matter he's still keeping this culture alive with young people Mm -hmm. and and that's what's important yeah that's Um, what i yeah i mean that's what i love about that's what i love about baccarat though is like that it's it's not infused it's it's got a sweet tip it's a smooth mild blend but like guys who are interested in straight up cigars, who are interested in traditional cigars, yeah. you know, that is that is the one that I'm going to point them to almost every time, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, I, I didn't really fully answer the question. Um, I get sidetracked there. But you're <laughs> right. It, it's a real, not that infused cigars aren't real cigars, but I, I'm going to indulge in the snobbery for a minute and say that the Baccarat is a real cigar. Right. That's real tobacco. You know, yes, we've dipped it in sugar water uh, on the tip, but the rest of that cigar is not affected. That's actual Honduran tobaccos, right? And, and, and so you're getting a much closer um, experience uh, to what more traditional cigar smokers love, yes. right? The idea of, 
you know, the flavors. Because with that cigar, you can kind of start to notice some of the other things that are happening with the tobacco, right? You can notice the creaminess of it. You can notice some nuttiness to it, right? Which are things that you wouldn't get in a flavored or infused cigar, right? Um, so I agree with you. It's a, it's a nice way to transition those folks into a more traditional uh, experience. Yep. Yeah, I think the Baccarat is the <clears throat> the only cigar in our humidor that we have the entire every size. <laughs> yeah. We've got to have eight to ten skews yeah, of Baccarat in our ton. humidor. I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll, it, it has to be. I'll never forget when we walked in on our first day, mm-hmm. and um, you know the place is a little disorganized and. The ordering hasn't really been kept up with too, too much. And right in front of our little box in the middle of the room is uh, the Davidoff of Geneva section. There's no Camacho. And every single box of Baccarat is empty Mm -hmm. with no refill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we did is meet this Andy guy. Who the hell is this guy? (laughs) Oh, we know him. We've known him for a while. And, uh, yeah, we got to get, like... Five, six of every single yeah, size. Yeah, we're going to need it all. We yeah. need it, yeah. yeah. And then here it is, and, yeah. you know, you move that out, and it's just every single size. There's a guy in here for every single size of that cigar. Yeah. People love it. And, uh, you know, Dave raises such an interesting point about what it does for the hobby mm-hmm. that I've never considered. So. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, Baccarat, you know, a lot of people assume that, you know, Davidoff is our number one uh, line or something like that. And from a... Um, from a name standpoint, from a what do we want to focus on standpoint, clearly Davidoff is, you know, in our number one position. Right. But the biggest moneymaker for our company is Baccarat. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that's tells you something about that's a, it. Yeah, you know? that's amazing. Yeah. I think it would be yeah. kind of neat to, to talk about Davidoff a little bit. Mm. Um, we don't carry Davidoff. We get asked all the time right. if we carry Davidoff. Right. We don't. Um, the, thus, Dave and I's knowledge of Davidoff right. is, is pretty limited. Right. Um, I know that every time we go to Vegas, Dave and I usually grab one or two. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes when Andy comes by, he's got a nice little little gifty gift for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did sit down and have have a nice uh, experience at the at the Davidoff Cigar Bar mm-hmm. in on the Strip. There, that was that was great. That was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. paid forty five bucks for a late hour, yeah, but it yeah. was super cool. <laughs> exactly. Um, Andy, can you tell our listeners? Yeah, not, o- not only not only were you paying Davidoff prices, you were play- paying Vegas prices. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was. But you know, we were there. It was like Dave's first time in Vegas. It was like eleven o'clock at yeah. night. We felt we felt we really feel like big shots. But man, yeah. that feeling was pretty cool. It's like we're here for for this purpose. Yeah. We got to do it up. I'll so. remember that cigar for the rest of my life. I will. Yeah, yeah. I got some yeah. good pics of Dave and his yeah. little and his. He, he's a better dresser, so like I I don't. I'm in like a hoodie and like stained sweatpants, and Dave's in like a tapered pants. Vegas, baby. Yeah, he's looking good. Uh, so anyway, we want to just hear a little bit about uh, you know what it's like to sell Davidoff, what it's like to smoke Davidoff, since you have you know intimate experience with that brand you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah um well so, so uh, you know that's a tough that's tough right uh is it the finest cigar ever made 
Absolutely, right? Is it is it expensive? Yes. Is it uh, you know a, a, a perfect experience every time? Yes, right? <laughs> but you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so that those those may be slightly exaggerated, but um, love it. But you know the the tagline, um, you know the 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 kind of marketing tagline that Davidoff has had. Uh, you know, for the last, I don't know, at least four or five years, maybe longer, is time beautifully filled, right? And so I think that can be said, I'd, I'd like that to be said about all of our cigar lines, but I think it can be said about any cigar, right? Uh, time beautifully filled. You know, one of the things that happens with a cigar, going back to the whole idea of the culture and the diversity and the, the experiences and what we remember is that, uh, you know, once we light a cigar, we're locked in, right? We're not going to be welcomed anywhere while we're smoking it. Nobody wants us around while we're smoking it, except for other cigar smokers. <laughs> and, uh, and so, and so for the next hour, whatever it is, it's, it's, it's you guys and me, and that's it. We're locked in now. Yeah. Now we may have to do a little business or a, yeah. answer a phone call or whatever, but, but that time is with other human beings, right? It's rare in a cigar lounge that there isn't interaction between people and a lot of it, right? And so I think that that's kind of the whole cigar experience. Now, as far as Davidoff goes, um, it's a different experience, right? It's a different experience than Camacho. It's a different experience than Avo. Uh, it's a different experience than the Zeno line of cigars, um, which actually can be more expensive than the Davidoff cigars. Um, and, and that, and again, now this is true of any cigar, right? Like everybody has a point where, well, let's be honest, all cigars are a luxury item. We don't need them, right? Kids need food. We got to pay the rent. We need new shoes, car needs to get in to be serviced whatever there are other things that that our money should be going to but for the next hour we're going to devote ourselves to us treating ourselves with something that we enjoy and something that's fine and something that's extravagant elegant has a history right so you know whenever somebody says that's a little too expensive for me whether it be camacho avo or in particular Davidoff, the, the next question you have to ask is, well, how much is your time worth, right? Hmm. How much is your time worth? If you were gonna spend an hour on yourself, how much is that worth? Is it worth the $20 that it takes to get a Yamasatoro? I don't know, you know, that's, I can't make that decision. But, hmm. you know, we, uh, Everybody has that point, right? And everybody should experience something extravagant, right? Yeah. Why not? We deserve it, right? Why not say, look, I normally spend eight bucks on a cigar, but today I'm spending 25 and I'm really gonna pay attention to it right. and enjoy it, right? I'm not suggesting you spend the $25 and then, you know, run around a golf course or something like that. I know guys do it, but that seems wasteful. Mm -hmm. because you can't pay attention to it you're not relaxing with it you're not you know that's that's where you want to throw the bundle churchill out there right you want to smoke it's part of the fun but you can't you know you want to be able to sit down enjoy company 
and really enjoy the cigar. And when you do that, suddenly $25 doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah. You know, whether you only do it yeah. once a year, once a month, whatever, uh, you know. Um, but what is what is your time worth? What what is what is it worth to spend with other people who enjoy the same things you do, but are dramatically different in some way? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I can I can go into a bar and I can sit between a plumber and a doctor at the bar. And we might exchange a few little niceties. Hey, how are you? You know, whatever. But we don't really communicate, right? But if I go into a cigar lounge and I sit between that same plumber and doctor, when I leave, I have a new plumber and a new doctor. <laughs> yes. And yes. You know. <laughs> and so, and so, going back to the experiences thing, you know, what is that worth? What is it worth to, to do that, you know? Um, and again, at any price point, right? We all we all know that we're about to light money on fire and watch it burn very, very slowly. <laughs> so let's get something out of it. Let's get the experience. Let's get the enjoyment. Um, let's not rush it. Let's not ignore it. Let's pay attention. And suddenly that at that point, it all becomes worth whatever you spend on the cigar. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ever get a chance to go to a, to one of these countries and go on the, the tour and watch the growing and everything that's involved in the manufacture of your cigar, you'll wonder why they aren't priced twice as high. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, there's mm-hmm. just so much involved in that. But yeah, uh, so I don't know. May, that may have that may have been a really really long winded answer no, to your question. No, preach. I, I think you. I think you perfectly articulated the the thing that Dave and I try to like get across whenever we talk about our excitement uh, to do what we do, and we're coming up on two years now, and it's yeah. just every day has been awesome because like of what you said, it, the experience within this hobby is just different than what you'd get if you'd go to a bar you know go to a sports game or wherever you're going to be around people that you haven't necessarily come into touch with before i personally have gotten jobs mm-hmm. i mean i got a plumber oh, from yeah. from from a cigar shop oh, yeah. right yeah just so many opportunities to connect with people and it's a lot easier if you have a really nice cigar in mm-hmm. your hand mm-hmm. so that's i mean that's always it's the added value yeah. Of uh, the lounge and having right. a, yeah, it's just added value. And we've also said on this show before, like the, exactly your point, Andy, about, you know, when you, when you really, the more you learn about this process and what goes into the craftsmanship and dedication and the number of hands that go into, to delivering this cigar into your, into your hand right now, you're, you, it's amazing that they don't all cost 50 bucks a piece, you know, um, and so right, there's right. so much to appreciate there. So that was that was very well said. That was awesome. Yeah. Andy, yeah. the last thing we like to do is uh, ask you about you know your favorite experience with the cigar. So that could be like your favorite cigar, <laughs> or like a, a fun story you have, or like some kind of <clears throat> interaction you had while you were you know uh, having a cigar, or anything yeah. like that that sticks out that's memorable. Well. All right, so uh, this may or may not make it through editing. We'll <laughs> um, it will. 
so so um years ago uh god it, it's got to be uh, boy it's got to be at least 10 years ago now um i was living in indiana and uh i had a group of guys that we got together every week and we played cards and smoked cigars and it was it was just a great social outlet um a couple hours you know just just a group of guys smoking shooting the shit giving each other a hard time helping each other with whatever might be troubling them in their lives and at the same time i'm losing 20 bucks right (laughs) and um and we had a, a gentleman that that attended regularly um that suffered from some mental issues mm-hmm. and um, was by no means making the amount of money um, that the rest of us did. But a super great guy, heart of gold, just awesome, right? And and we everybody, you know, we just loved having him around. And um, and so for some of us, some of the guys were, you know, that were in this were, you know, had a, had an awful lot of money. And they would spend an awful lot of money on cigars. You know, every week was somebody's turn to bring in cigars for everybody. (laughs) And we'd show off. This is what I like. This is what I've been smoking. What do you you guys think? I really want you to experience it. Stuff like that. And I remember the day that Don showed up to play cards. And he said, guys, I brought cigars this time. Now, remember, this is a guy that, you know, he's not necessarily holding down a job. He's, He's living on you know, the bare minimum. And, um, and he brought cigars for everybody and I cannot tell you what they were. I know they came from a, you know, a convenience store or a gas station somewhere. Sure. Uh, yeah. I can, I know, sure. I know that they cost, you know, a buck 52 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And it was the greatest cigar experience I'd ever had. What made it so good? It, it was just great. You know, okay. it, it was, you know, Don was so proud, just like we all were, right? Anytime one of us brought in cigars and was like, I'm going to blow you guys away with this one. I just found it. It's what I've been smoking like crazy. You never smoked it before. Don came in with that same excitement. You know, <laughs> I bought the cigars for poker night tonight, Yeah. you know, and, and, all sat around and smoked and laughed and joked and and it wasn't any different than any any other night that we had done that but don did it right and it was great beautiful you know likely hero uh, yes you know you know and uh yeah and and so you know i've smoked super expensive cigars with people i didn't like and i didn't enjoy the cigar Mm -hmm. you know uh a cigar that any other time I would have been like, oh my God, this is so great, you know. But that time, I hated every minute of it. Yeah, the company is arguably. It isn't a, you know, that yeah. I, I guess I'm I'm hammering away on that. But that social experience aspect of cigars is, you know, is so much of it. You know? That's like why Dave and I have been trying so hard to like, our like the the brand building here is like personal community-based sharing come on out meet other guys shoot the shit grab a drink yeah like that's what we want to do it does i don't want to do like a 
you know, I want them to meet guys like you. You know, guys who will sit th- like yeah. the, uh, the a great example is like the uh, Avo pairing event that we had over the winter time. That was so awesome. Good group, of, yeah. Good yeah. group of guys, interactive, talking, yeah. asking questions. Everybody's chilling out, cool, and it's a good thing that you know stuff like yeah. that is like what I I think propels the hobby forward. You know, um, yeah, just things you won't get from saving a buck or two on the internet or whatever the hell, right? Like it's. It's different right. when you go and right. experience it together. Yeah. And then you know you never know yeah. who you're going to meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that was an interesting one, right? Like that was that that Ava one was interesting. It was a very diverse group of people. Um I I think most of them didn't know each other. I could be wrong, but I got the impression that a lot of those people had never really spent time, you know, this little group had never really spent time with that other group and uh, and, and it was a, you know, it was kind of silly, right? We're going to take a sip of coffee and take a bite of chocolate and smoke a cigar. And wh- what does that do? And, and although it does a lot, you know, we're not going to talk about pairing and all that right now. If, if you really think about it for a minute, like a bunch of old dudes sitting around talking about coffee, chocolate and cigars <laughs> is silly, right? <laughs> and yet... Yet it was such a great experience. And, you know, to me, that's the reward for what I do, right? Now, do I love what I do as a business? Absolutely. Do I do I enjoy 98% of my customers? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but the reward for all of that, you know, because it's still a job. You know, I, I, I know people are always like, God, I wish I had your job. And I'm like, it's still a job, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's still you know um the reward for all of that is when i get to sit down and do something like that Mm -hmm. right when i get to sit down at the end of the day in a cigar lounge and and have a cigar you know like when carl and i first met or or whatever you know or at an event or whatever you know that's that's the reward and uh you know every time somebody goes god i wish i had your job i'm like you see me during the best 20 minutes of my day. <laughs> now, you know, is it worth it? Absolutely. But, you know, you got to keep it in perspective. It's still it's still sales. It's still the road. It's still trying to – still bosses, you know, who don't understand or are all over you for, you know, what you perceive as a horrible injustice. You know, it's, uh, it's still – but at the end of the day – you know, I get to smoke a cigar with people and, mm-hmm. and make some new friends. You know, that's the best. That's what's amazing. That's awesome. It. Yeah. Every one of the guys who attended and, and, you know, to the listener, like Andy has done a couple of these pairing events with us now. And every one of those guys has come back, you know, the next day or the next week coming and telling us that was awesome. Like that event was mm-hmm. so cool. I learned so much about my own palate. I learned so much about my own taste and preferences and stuff when are you doing the next one like you know so so much positive feedback on those so we're like very grateful to have somebody like you in our corner who has obviously so much knowledge about this and can lead a group of guys through an experience like that so uh yeah so to everyone and i'm sure some of those guys are listening now you know we've got more more to come uh with andy uh later this year and everything so keep an eye out for that and uh yeah, Andy, we just really appreciate you making making time for us here on the show. It's been uh, it's been great to talk to you, man. Yeah, my pleasure. 
Yeah. Super so yeah. yeah, that was awesome. So. Yeah. So yeah, come in, come in to Tall Chief Cigars at Native Pride. Check out Andy's brands. We have proudly on display in the humidor. We got Camacho. We got some Zeno. We didn't talk about that. We That's got some right. of that. Got some Avo. Right. Got some back to back. Get yeah. that from Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some Davidoff Primeros. Right. Yeah. Who knows what the future holds? You know, for uh, for Davidoff yep. in our store. We you know, check back in a little while, I suppose. Right. Well. And I have a girlfriend, a dog, an ex-wife, three kids, and a house that I don't get to live in that I have to pay for. So I really need everybody to get out there and buy <laughs> some, some of that stuff. <laughs> well, all I could say to the listener right now is at some point this summer, you know, if you're familiar with us at all, we do a brand celebration every month. Mm-hmm. This month happens to be Ashton. But I'd say keep your eyes open later on in the summer for what we're pushing out because what we have coming from Andy in July yep. is going to be sick. It's going to be awesome. And we're really proud and really excited. We're going to dangle that carrot out there a little <laughs> bit longer in front of you guys. But Andy, this has been awesome. Thanks so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. We can't wait till you're back. Our guys can't wait till you're back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we just want to share another smoke with you, man. So hurry back, will you? Awesome. Yep. Well, thank you guys. It's been a real pleasure and an honor. I I really appreciate your asking. It means a lot. So cool. awesome, man. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks again, Andy. We've reached a segment in the show where uh, a couple things are going to be going on. Uh, one, I have a cigar box in front of me. I have not looked inside of it. There is a cigar in there. I'm going to try to figure out what it is took my first L two weeks ago. Huge bummer. I know a lot of guys were pulling for Dave <laughs> to stump me. Um, I don't want to go on too cold of a streak here. Uh, so we're going to see what that is in a minute. And then uh, while I'm smoking that one and trying to suss out what that is, we're going to talk about all the sick events that we have lined up here at Tall Cheap this summer. We're coming off of the Winter's Tour last night. We had a great time. Travis and Mame from Altidus coming here talking about their smokes, giving out some swag, having some cigars with the boys out back. It was a beautiful night. Pretty much all we could ask for. And we have so many more things coming up for you guys to enjoy and to partake in the cigar community that we've built out here. And we'll tell you about that in a little bit. But first, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and look at this bad boy. And we have like a, uh, okay. This one might be a little tough, man. I'm, it might be tough. This is a pretty, uh, pretty standard looking cigar, wouldn't you say? It is a standard-looking cigar, but there's a there's one major identifying oh, factor about ooh. this one here, and it has a uh, the foot of the cigar is like a it's like on it's like a covered foot, right? So it's like it's not like a shaggy foot where it's just the wrapper comes up a little bit short. At the end of the cigar, the wrapper covers the end. So this is interesting. Um, it is a robusto. It's an almond brown robusto here uh very veiny kind of wrapper but it's overall pretty smooth um yeah Mm. we're gonna go ahead and cut this and we're gonna go ahead and let dave tell you about the first event that we have coming up may 18th bike night yeah so if you guys are uh you guys are familiar with bike night um you already know that this is something that here at uh at native pride that they've been doing for a long time it's uh 
they they advertise this all over all over the city, right? And motorcycle riders from near and far come speeding into the parking lot here, and it's really a spectacle. It's something to behold. Like as someone who's not a, a motorcycle guy myself, it is really cool to see all these guys come rolling in on all their on all their amazing bikes. Like these guys put so much time and effort into making these things what they are. And motorcycle guys will. <laughs> will be able to pick up on my ignorance here, but also know sort of what I'm talking about. Like they take a lot of pride in their rides and it's really cool to see them all lined up when they get here. And so bike night is a big event here at native pride and at tall chief cigars, we started to, uh, you know, realize that there was some potential there to sort of partner with the rest of the complex here and put, you know, schedule some cigar events alongside of bike night. So at bike night, they, they bring in a band, they bring in food vendors. It's all set up outdoors, perfect summer nights with live music. And now alongside all of that, you're also going to be able to come in and, uh, you know, meet a different cigar rep each time have, you know, have a different featured brand. We'll be featuring different cigars each month and, uh, each event. So, um, this is every other, every other week for the entire summer. Um, they, they run bike nights on, you know, traditionally on Thursday nights. And so it's going to be a lot of fun this month. The first one, as Carl mentioned, is May 18th. That's when the bike night season gets started here at Native Pride. And we're bringing in a fan favorite. You guys know him. You love him. Josh Malzak mm. from Oliva Cigars. Ooh, Oliva Josh yeah. coming in with... <clears throat> No one knows this yet, not even you, Dave. Mm. Live reaction. Oh. With a special blended uh, Oliva cigar. I think it's called the, I think it's, uh, I think it's a partnership with Foundation. We will I, be the yeah. only store in mm -hmm. New York Whoa. that has that cigar on that night for everyone to come and try. That part I didn't know. I, I, I had heard about this cigar Um I did not know that we would be the only shop in the state. On that night, we will be the only shop in New York that has that cigar. That's pretty cool. Available, probably to receive as uh, you know a, a, a purchase incentive. Wow. Probably just available for purchase. We're going to be the only one. It's going to be sick. Josh continues to provide us with just uh, an amazing experience for all the guys and, and ladies that shop here with mm. us. That's going to be the highlight of the first bike night. We're kicking off the first bike night of the Native Pride season mm -hmm. with a fantastic opportunity for people to come and try something that is unavailable in the state. That's pretty cool. Yeah, truly can't find it. Yeah. So you guys probably remember Oliva Josh uh, from our inaugural episode. Episode one of this podcast, we, we were looking... To start it off with a bang and who else do we go to but oliva josh we love this dude and he loves cigars he's a he's a cigar culture guy and an awesome guy to know and uh so we're really excited to have him back and you guys will get a chance to come in and meet him try out this new cigar i guess huh and uh you know any any other oliva sticks like we'll be running deals on whatever the featured brand is for that night all summer mm. as bike nights uh you know we're going to continue on through i think the end of august right 
go into uh, September into September yeah, yeah. so yeah. so yeah so this is gonna be awesome and uh, we're excited about that we're like Carl said we're coming off our sort of our first event of the of the cigar season last night and so um, you know it just like full of optimism in here right now mm. it's really cool the boys are buzzing yeah you know all we want to do again is just run it back get you guys some mm-hmm. We want the community. We want to build the community, you know, get you guys great cigars at a great price, leverage the relationships that we have with some of these reps who are going to give us swag, who are going to give us cigars, who are going to give us the tools that we can use to give you guys something awesome. Mm -hmm. We never sell boxes that we receive from reps. We never put it in the showcase. It all goes back to you guys. We take it, we reinvest it in our community, and... That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. We want you guys to have the cool collectible stuff. We want you guys to have full humidors. We want you guys to tell other people what's going on out here. <clears throat> and I think the best way to do that is to um, give back all the time. There's mm-hmm. always something happening out here. Always a monthly deal. There's always a some event. There's just something. So yeah. we are. Uh, yeah. We're really excited to kick it off. We, well, I mean, we were really excited to kick it off last night. Now, <laughs> just going forward, we have this nice full schedule. And, you know, after May comes June, and in June we're going to have Bobby Toro from Forged Cigars. Mm-hmm. Forged is uh, the story about Forged. I don't think a lot of people know it offhand. I'm going to let Dave explain what uh, Forged Cigar Portfolio is and, uh, you know, how it how it was created, I guess, in a way, and what the mm-hmm. portfolio consists of. Yeah, so uh, Forge Cigar Company is a is under the General Cigar umbrella. General Cigar is you know one of, if not the largest cigar company conglomerate in the industry. Cao Cigars, Macanudo, Punch, Hoyo, who am I forgetting? Um, Chill Moose. Chillin' Moose. All these brands are general cigar brands and they saw uh, an opportunity to break a few of their brands off into a separate holdings company they call forged cigar company so now your brands are la roma uh, sorry not la roma but la gloria cubana diesel Chillin' Moose Boulevard, and we got La Gloria Cubana, La Gloria Cubana, Diesel, Partagas, Partagas. Thank yeah. you. That was the one I was leaving out. La Gloria Cubana, Partagas, Diesel, Chillin' Moose, and Boulevard have been placed into their own sort of separate company, and uh, our our guy Bobby Toro is the regional executive for forged cigar company. So he's the one bringing us those, those five brands. And, uh, you know, it was, um, you know, some, some sort of business decision, right? That they, there was a way for them to sort of revitalize the reputation of these brands by separating them from the rest of the general cigar portfolio and sort of making them their own thing. And I think it fits like, you know, a company like diesel is like a perfect fit for, for a, for an idea like this, I think. And, uh, you know, La Gloria Cubana too, you know, these are brands that have distinct, their own distinct sort of vibe and reputation. And, um, so I think, I think it works really well. And, uh, there's been, there's been rumor about Alec Bradley joining that, that family as well. Mm -hmm. We, we don't really know very much about that yet, but, uh, anyway, so that'll be, uh, the second bike night 
of the year mm-hmm. in June. Uh, what's the what's the date on that? Twenty second. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It's that third Thursday in June. 21st, okay. There you maybe. go. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we're really excited to have Bobby Toro here. He's been. Uh, we actually got to um, you know Tall Chief, and there was a different forged rep that was uh, in this area, and then Bobby took over a little bit after. Uh, the former rep left and ever since Bobby got here he has just like provided us with so many cool things at the events we do you'll see a really cool diesel branded cornhole board that we have that Bobby gave us he gave us a giant Jenga set that we're going to use in events coming up later um, just a lot of Bobby's been able to give us a lot of support because he works for you know one of the preeminent companies in the cigar world and um, Bobby's a great guy lives in New Jersey he loves he loves the stuff that he sells, um, and he's really friendly and sociable. And he only gets up here about once every three months because he does live in New Jersey. So it's going to be a really awesome opportunity for our guys to meet Bobby, snag some sweet deals. I'm sure the 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 Forge swag is really cool. They have really cool swag. It's like different. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what and, I mean. Like it fits. Like it fit, yeah. it fits with the brands too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I think their, their, their way of branching off and creating Forged as a way to support retail and brick-and-mortar stores uh, is an awesome initiative. Mm-hmm. And we have grown our Forged uh, lineup so much because Dave and I really believe in the cigars. We both have a favorite one. I think Dave's more partial to the Series R Maduro. Yeah. Yeah, it's right up there, man. There, there's, a, there's a diesel or two that might give it a run, but the Series R Maduro is, like, in a class of its own. Yeah, so... I mean, mine would probably be that new Diesel Disciple. I had that on Saturday night, and it was it good. It was really good. I haven't yeah. tried it, it yet. It was yeah. so good, dude. Nice. Yeah. It, the Lancero, when it came out, was really full and mm. like concentrated and spicy. Yeah. The the Toro is just like nice and spaced out. I'm really just, excited yeah. about that. So that's going to be June, and that <clears throat> that event in June is coming up after the second annual rocky patel spring smoker late spring but still spring check your calendars we got it right no typos <laughs> uh mike from rocky patel taking over the territory after you know our boy max everybody knows max around here max gets promoted mike comes in what does mike do makes friends with us gives us all sorts of swag dives headfirst into events and now we've decided here we're going to do our first ever traditional yearly annual event mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and give it a mic because Mike is the man. There's nobody and I and I'm sorry to any reps that are hearing this, but there is no if I had to pick one rep to have a cigar with and maybe go get a couple beers with, it's Mike all the way. Mm. Mike's the man. Yeah, he was a big hit with all the guys last year. Um, you know, just this, you know, really cool, like outgoing conversational dude and and he's got some cool stories like former law enforcement guy so he's got some really cool stories to share but also just a, a big cigar guy too and uh so that's going to be really cool second annual rocky patel spring smoker at tall chief cigars june 10th and guys all these events we're telling you about here are free admission show up just show up we just want you to come hang out with us right. and have a cigar right exactly and that goes back to your point but what, what you had said before that like you know the overarching uh, mission here mm-hmm. is to continue to build the cigar community. We're just trying to do our small part in our small town here mm-hmm. to grow the hobby, 
and get guy get more guys more interested in cigars and For sure. uh, that's what that's what this is all about so that's the spring smoker june 10th free admission you know and uh yeah we're kicking off at at noon that day yeah and uh stay you know just keep an eye on social media we'll be posting about all this stuff all these events as they come and uh mm-hmm. so that's may 18th with oliva josh bike night june 10th the second annual rocky patel spring smoker that's going to be a big one and free and free admission for all of these and then bobby toro coming at the end of june there so yeah that's gonna be really cool yeah we're gonna give you a free cigar for showing up to the we give you a free cigar for showing up for any of these yeah. events it's yeah. like here try yeah. this if you like it you could do buy four get one half the price of everywhere else you're gonna shop around here and you're gonna be able to have one with some cool reps earn some swag and come see us like we want to see you guys you know like it's it's cool to you know leave a comment and post a picture and stuff but we want to get the community together we think this this kind of bonding and this kind of time away from all the all the things that we deal with on a daily basis is really good for people mm-hmm. um, getting some sun meeting some friends networking a little bit just smoking with the guys and the ladies you know like all good things it's a it's I don't know I just think it's largely therapeutic the time you spend smoking a cigar mm-hmm. you know kind of like what Andy said in the interview he touched on it quite a bit right coming up in july we have a first here at the world famous tall chief cigars humidor and lounge a first somehow some way we've managed to pull zach reynolds out of his out of his house near new york city to come here and spend a summer night with us. I called it summer camp. I thought it was a cool, cool little name. Yeah. I thought that was. I just try to brand the events as something. You know, obviously I, winter I tour, it. I loved it. Summer camp, yeah. Spring smoker. I love that. It's summer camp here at the world famous Tall yeah. Chief Cigars Humidor Lounge. Last July, we had an amazing event with Andy from Davidoff, sampling some Camachos, teaching you how to pair some barbecue. This month's this month or this year might be even bigger. Mm-hmm. Zach, uh, you know, Zach loves a good event. But you guys really haven't met him. He is our Drew Estate rep. Probably the biggest company mm-hmm. in a sales basis in our humidor. Mm-hmm. There's something in the Drew portfolio for everybody. You know, When you know you can get Dave a cigar from a portfolio <laughs> and then also a guy who's never smoked before a cigar <laughs> from a portfolio, you know yeah. that they have all their bases covered. Yeah. We're going to be blowing out all the Drew stuff we have dead in the middle of the summer for you guys to enjoy all summer long and beyond. I know Zach was talking a big game about having tons of swag, yeah. tons of cigars, but we need you guys to come out for this mm-hmm. one because mm-hmm. they're a little particular about who they give events to. Right. Um, they they can afford to be to be picky about yeah. it, right? It's Drew Estate after yeah. all. So yeah, we're gonna need the full support, all hands on deck, for our first Drew Estate event. In July, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be sick. I think we're going to be debuting a new cigar too. I think it comes out in the Freestyle Live in May at some point. Mm. Um, there should be some blackened swag though, which is really awesome. awesome. We do have one sick blackened ashtray to raffle away mm-hmm. to somebody. Mm-hmm. But the everything, everything Drew is going to be on sale. If we have Liga, Liga's on sale. Right. You know, yeah. You're just not going to want to miss it. I mean, it's one day a month. Um, it's going to be fun. Good little night off, live music, food, drink, and all these things. If you have uh, never been to one of our bike nights before. And that's, uh, that's one that we're going to need to see yeah. people at for yeah, sure. That's, that's really cool. And in July, like you said, like what, 
I mean, the stars have aligned mm -hmm. for this to just really go off really well. And uh, if we want to do this kind of thing again, we're going to need all hands on deck and let's let's get everybody out and make it a true rager. And we will. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a sick night. Um, we can't wait for May 18th. We can't wait for, to have Josh here. You know, you guys love Josh. You'll we want to connect you guys with these reps too because they're really cool. You know, they're not just people we dread seeing. You know, because we're because of whatever reason. It's like all these people are really cool in their own individual way, mm -hmm. and they know a shit ton about the cigars they sell, and they just want to celebrate their brands with us and you. And you know, as long as we're here, we're gonna keep doing this stuff. Snow, rain, sun, mm -hmm. it's gonna be happening here at the world famous Tall Chief Cigars and Native Pride. Because we want to get these cigars in your hands for as cheaply as we can. I think it's a prerequisite of, you know, it's like part of the job interview for a cigar rep is like, all right, yeah, that's all fine, but are you are you cool though? You you cool ass motherfucker? Yeah, you have to be. You kind of have to. Like, you know, I feel like I feel like that resonates more with us though than other people because like we're the youngest shop yeah, operators right. in like this entire region. Right, it's like right. other guys own businesses and stuff, or they've been around for thirty years, and like I yeah. guess they don't. But me, like. I want to be able to sit down and just like, yeah, yeah we'll get to the we'll get to the business, but like yeah. let's let's smoke one. <laughs> Tell me, let's talk. Let's have a relationship, yeah. you know. And all of our reps have been able to do that with us, so that's never been a real issue. So you guys are gonna love Zach. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. Um, he knows his shit. He's been around for a long time. He's a younger guy like us, so. Yeah, that's going to be cool. All that stuff's going to be awesome. So every all these people are unique and cool in their own way. They love their cigars. They have plenty of things to give out. And, uh, you know, stay tuned for some more information on August and September. Mm -hmm. We're currently working on who we're going to have at those two. But rest assured, you're going to be seeing reps and smokes and swag from here until, I mean, the end. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever so that you, is. There it is. You you heard it. It's a, it that is a full schedule of cigar season smoking events and it starts right now right now just it it's only just begun ladies and gentlemen that's right speaking of right now uh right now i'm maybe a third of the way into this really good cigar it's very good it's mm. it's burning nice and slow see the thing that is that is twisting me up here is that is that the foot of the cigar that should make it very identifiable to me, but I can't place it. I really don't know. It's it tastes like a habano. Was it like fully? It was fully folded covered, in. folded in. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So I don't. There's a couple things that stick out to me immediately again, but I feel like it's a five by fifty. This is a five by fifty cigar. Uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe like a five and a quarter by fifty, but like it was it was your your classic robusto size. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the cigar is very very good, which makes me think that it's not my first the first choice I had. Mm -hmm. Immediately, two things stuck out to me, but I can't be confident in them because I don't know what the foot of the cigar looks like. And the first two things that stuck out to me were an Avo Classic and a Nika Rustica Adobe. Those are the first two things that stuck out to me. I I really won't know until I have a little bit more time to think about it. Um, but the flavor is really good, which makes me think that it's maybe like a higher-end cigar rather than a lower-end cigar, and it makes me think it could be that Avo Classic. But I don't know. 
I'm getting a lot of uh, the dry the dry pull again had a lot of like dried fig kind of vibe to it, no spice at all. Um, hmm. Tap my tongue on the end again, nothing nothing spicy. And then it, when I light it up, I'm almost positive this is a habano because this is my taste. A cigar in my hand is my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a cigar that I've had before. I know that. Um, but the the way the flavor is resonating with me, it's like a nutty, baking spicy, no pepper, but like medium full cigar. Hmm. Um, um, yeah, all of that, all of that is on the on the right track. Yeah. So I am gonna need a couple more minutes with this. Um, yeah, we're gonna smoke through it, throw it to a break, and then when we come back, we'll close it out, and I'll I'll throw my guesses up there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, just uh, real quick, as we go to break here, uh, you're gonna hear some more silky smooth jazz from our boy. Big shout out to Kevin George. You guys gotta look him up on Spotify and Apple Music. These silky tunes you've been hearing over the last few episodes are from him. He's uh. A, 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 one of our VIP customers and just a, a killer horn player. So, Kevin George, take it away, buddy. it out here i'm gonna to try to guess what this cigar is and i again for the second week in a row have no idea what dave's put in my hand Uh oh all i know is that this is the best cigar he's ever handed me hmm. this cigar is really good it's like right up my alley in terms of strength it's like a medium medium plus it's a habano i know that it's a nicaraguan cigar i can tell by how it has changed over the life of the cigar started out pretty full in the beginning really kind of mellowed out had a bit of a nutty quality to it now just getting a lot of that baking spice getting some wood it's just a it's just a really nice cigar it's my first one of the day uh i knew you would like it when i when i chose it i knew you'd like it i i was i wasn't sure how easy it was going to be for you to suss out but i knew you would like it sweet yeah my brain is bringing me toward avo uh specifically the avo synchro nicaragua because I, it does not taste like uh, a cheaper cigar, you know, like a five, six dollar cigar. This tastes like there was a lot of time and, and quality and effort put into it, and it's, it's been an awesome experience. Nice hour here smoking mm-hmm. this thing. Beautiful robusto, burns evenly the whole time. No touch-ups, great draw, su- sensational flavor. Mm. The other two, the other two options that I have with it are the AJ Fernandez Enclave. The blue box, not the Enclave Broadleaf, but just the Enclave, and the Nika Rustica Adobe. Uh, I'm going to rule that one out pretty quickly. So I basically have it narrowed down to two, the Enclave or the Avo Synchro Nicaragua, and I am going to go with, I I guess based on my explanation, I have to go with the Avo Synchro Nicaragua. Mm. So I am. Uh, I don't think I'm right, but I am gonna. I am gonna go with that one. Okay, that's the guess. Final answer. That is my final answer. So I've got the band here in my pocket. 
That is, it's the enclave. It's the enclave. It's the enclave. <laughs> Damn it. The AJ enclave. It's the enclave. But in our in our boy's defense, he knew was knew was a Habano rapper. Got that part right. It's got uh, it's got a, a Cameroon binder and Nicaraguan fillers, which uh, you know the Cameroon binder might make sense with some of the flavors you were describing. You know some some of that baking spice and like the uh, sort of sweet like dried fruitiness that that you can get out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the AJ Fernandez enclave. You know, uh, I knew it might be a little bit difficult, and I honestly. All the years we've spent together, I honestly don't know how much experience you've had with this particular cigar. But uh, being a Habano guy, I figured you would uh, enjoy it at least. It's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. And this is not a cigar I've picked up in years. I'm glad I had it in my final options. I'm pissed off that this is a cigar that I just marked down like two, like a week ago and put on the yes. on the discount table. Yeah. Yep. And that kind of got in my head of like, why this thing isn't that the most popular thing? This cigar is like perfect mm. for my palate. Um, nice. Definitely the best cigar Dave's ever handed me. I'm so pissed off. I'm now five and two. I'm on. A, I'm on. I went cold, man. I got him. I, I got cold. him again. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> yeah, we have this cigar in Robusto, Toro, and Churchill. Something for everybody, and it's like a super, super aggressive price right now. If I don't buy them out before uh, you know you next get here, ask us about it because this thing is banging. Nice. The Cameroon binder is pretty interesting. Like that was the nutty kind of taste I think mm-hmm. I was getting in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Wow. Cool. Definitely yeah. the best cigar you've ever handed me. I'm gonna try to keep that streak alive. Uh, we've got another packed episode coming your way in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks here, and uh, yeah, we just want to thank everybody again for listening. You heard about all the events we've got coming up this year. Uh, you heard about some of the cigars we've been smoking the, over the last couple of weeks. All of those, every cigar that you hear about from us is available to you at the best prices in the industry. Right here at the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor and Lounge. We really hope to see you guys at some of these events coming up. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. Yeah, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Let us know what you think of the episode. Sound off in the comments. For now, for Dave, this is Carl. Peace. Later.